It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. Throwback left side, interception, and that is Cole Barrington, and he is gone. Touchdown, FBL. Rolling to his right, Miller pass towards the end zone. It's caught, did he get in? Yes, he did. Touchdown, Eisenhower. Sullivan, call you. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Eichstead and Travis Wilson. Well, hopefully you've dried off on a wet and rainy night throughout the state of Wisconsin, but week seven is almost in the books as we welcome you in to Football Friday Nights, powered by Wisports.net. I'm Adam Eichstead, along with uh, General Manager of Wisports.net, Travis Wilson. Travis, it's a historic night. We'll start here, as we seemingly have for most of this season. Story number one, Kimberly wins. No shocker there, but this one to make history. A 45-14 victory over Appleton West. Travis, it is their 49th consecutive win, and that sets a new state record. They bypassed Manitowoc Lincoln of the early to mid uh, maybe mid to late, I guess. How do you want to classify it? <laughs> 1984 to 1987. So mid to late 80s. Uh, Van Lincoln and the uh, Wanakee Warriors from 2009 to 2012. They both sat at 48. Kimberly now standing all by themselves at 49. In a very impressive streak. And as we've said all year, as I said a few times this week, it really speaks to the depth and quality of the entire Kimberly program. It goes beyond just a couple good kids, a good class, a couple good classes. This is three, four, five classes that have gone through, been a part of this uh, streak for Kimberly uh, going back to the uh, what was it, the 2013 season, I believe. They lost to Arrowhead right. in the playoffs. Um, and so just an incredible uh, incredible performance. Well, uh, hold on. 2012. 2012, yes. They lost to Arrowhead in the playoffs. Uh, incredible performance by Kimberly, an incredible record. And as I've said a few times this week as well, Steve Jones and his staff do it as well as anybody, and they do it the right way uh, as much as anybody does. And if anybody's going to break the record that uh, Pat Rice and, and his group have at Wanakee, um, uh, I'm glad that it's Steve Jones, a great coach, a very humble coach, very gracious with his time with us, as he will be tonight. So a big congratulations going out to Coach Jones and the Kimberly Papermakers. Again, they do make history. 40-5 to 14, the final over Appleton West. Uh, 49th straight win. We will hope to hear from Coach Jones later in the program. Again, we'll take you to 11 o'clock, but we got to take our first break, get our first scoreboard update from Mike Pelch right around the corner. It's Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net.
You're listening to Football Friday Night, powered by Wissports.net. Look around the area with a scoreboard update tonight, and the finals have come in a lot earlier this evening in the Madison area. Columbus beats Lodi in one of the key games of the state this year. 21-17 to Columbus, your winner. Reedsburg shuts out Baraboo 21-0, Monona Grove, and Fort Atkinson tied at 50 in the fourth quarter. Madison LaFollette on a Hail Mary with about 11 seconds left beats Middleton tonight 13-12. Sun Prairie shut out Madison West 36-0. Cambria Friesland a win over Lords Academy 34-13. Lancaster over Prairie Duchesne 42-7. Darlington beats Southwestern tonight, 84-6. In the Milwaukee area this evening, Waukesha West loses at home to Catholic Memorial, 24-14. Arrowhead wins over Kettle Moraine, 38-6. Franklin beats Kenosha Indian Trail, 30-6. Racine Horlick over Oak Creek, 35-28. New Berlin Eisenhower, a winner against Greendale, uh, 17-7. Wauwatosa West beats Pewaukee, 39-10. And Brookfield Academy holds on Brookfield School, excuse me, University School, 20-13. In the Fox Valley tonight, Bayport beats Notre Dame in the Wisports.net game of the week, 20-17. Kimberly sets a state record with with its 49th straight win. They beat Appleton West, 45-14. Fond du Lac wins on a Hail Mary, 20-14 at home against Hortonville. Cedar Grove, Belgium over Random Lake, 34-13. Menasha beats Little Shoot, 14-7. Southern Door shuts out Kiwani tonight. 42 to nothing in the Eau Claire area of the state. Uh, let's see. West Salem shuts out Lacrosse. Logan 19 nothing. Spring Valley doubles up Unity 40 to 20. Edgar beats Altoona 8 6. St. Croix Central over Amory 35 nothing. Duran beat Glenwood City 41-22. Shatek Warehouser shuts out Bloomer 27-0. Big win for Menominee tonight. They up Ed Rice Lake 24-17. Hudson over Eau Claire Memorial 21-18. And uh, finally, the north central section of the state in their 100th meeting. Stevens Point over Marshfield 42-0. It was Nina beating Wisconsin Rapids 26-24. Abbotsford over Loyal 43 to 16 and Stratford a shutout winner over Auburndale tonight 28 to nothing. I am Mike Pilch. Set it back to Adam Mikestead and Travis Wilson. All right, thank you Mike. That again Mike Pilch, the first of several scoreboard updates throughout the night here on Football Friday night powered by wisports.net. We'll try to get you as many scores as we can here this evening, especially those games that uh will certainly dictate who might get into the postseason and who might come out on top of a conference championship race. So those are some of the storylines that we will follow throughout the night. Again, we will hear from several victorious head coaches in the 10 o'clock hour as well as we take you up until 11 o'clock. But uh, I'm Ed Weikstead along with Travis Wilson. For those of you just joining us in uh, Travis, the big story tonight, Kimberly wins their 49th consecutive of 45-14 to decision at Appleton West. They set a new state record bypassing Manitowoc Lincoln and Wanakee, which held the record at 48. So that's the big story for head coach Steve Jones and his crew. A couple questions for you regarding uh, the papermakers here. 
and they kind of tie in as well to your your game of the week at wisports.net, Travis. I'm curious who in Division One still poses the biggest threat to the papermakers this year. And early on, obviously, we talked about Arrowhead. That conversation fell off when they had a couple of back-to-back losses. But then you look at the rankings coming into tonight. Bayport, the Pirates, were number two right behind Kimberly. They picked up their seventh win and a big victory over Green Bay Notre Dame, who was also undefeated coming into tonight and number one in Division Three. Is Bayport that team that could potentially get to Kimberly at some point in this run for a fourth straight championship? Maybe, I still uh, I still think Kimberly's the favorite. Even though many months ago I said I thought they would break the consecutive wins record, but wouldn't win a four straight title. But I'm just not sure who has uh, who has what it takes in Division One. Maybe it's Bayport. They've got a very good defense. Their offense is uh, very strong with that spread power spread attack that they run. If Quinn Perner is uh, you know completing. 80-some percent of his passes and has a 158 quarterback rating, then why not? Um, but can he do that against an Arrow, excuse me, against a Kimberly defense? Maybe Arrowhead is still in the mix. They got a big win over Kettle Moraine tonight. They've been a little bit Jekyll and Hyde this year. Maybe they're a type of team that can do it. Um, you know, maybe Verona has what it takes. I, I, I don't know if they can score enough points against a Kimberly. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't think we have as many candidates as we have had in past years, perhaps, in Division One, that could knock off Kimberly. We've seen them be tested this year. Uh, you know, they haven't they haven't running clocked every game. Right. But uh, I'm just not sure what that right team, what that perfect team is this year. Um, there's a few that could give them a game and, 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 you know, could be in that conversation, but it's hard to say who might have the best shot right now. And that'll certainly be a discussion for another day, especially when the brackets come out uh, later on as well. Uh, Travis, real quick, are there any other records? We talk about this 49 straight that we should keep an eye on. Uh, I know we're running short on time here in this segment, but anything else on your radar? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here for the next 10 seconds. Any no. other records for what? Just that might be taken down this season that, you know, whether it be a, an offensive, defensive team, individual... Not that I can think of offhand, but let me. Let me like I, said, I knew I was putting it, you on the spot. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to it maybe. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about that game of the week. Again, undefeated Green Bay Notre Dame falling at uh, Bayport, also undefeated. Final there of 20 to 17. We'll get some reaction to that contest. We'll hope to hear from Bayport head coach as well later on in the evening. That's not the only matchup of undefeateds tonight. We've got more to run through. Mike Pilch has another scoreboard update. In a matter of about 10 minutes, we got to reset, though, here on Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. This is Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. Throwback left side, interception, and that is Cole Barrington, and he is gone. Touchdown, FBL. Rolling to his right, Miller pass towards the end zone. It's caught. Did he get in? Yes, he did. Touchdown, Eisenhower. Sullivan, cool you. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Eichstead and Travis Wilson. And once again, welcome back in to Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net, alongside football editor and general manager of Wisports.net, Travis Wilson. I'm Adam Eichstead. We'll hear from Mike Pilch as well coming up in the next 10 minutes or so with a statewide scoreboard update, so stick around for that. Uh, Travis, your game of the week coming into tonight was one of three matchups statewide pitting uh, undefeated teams against each other. It was for the top spot in the Fox River Classic Conference. 
Undefeated Green Bay Notre Dame, ranked number one in Division Three. At undefeated Bayport, ranked number two in Division One. Of course, Notre Dame had that great run last year to a state championship. Tonight, though, their undefeated season comes to an end. The Pirates hang on for a 20-17 to victory. We, we just kind of talked about Bayport maybe being that team in Division One to contend uh, with Kimberly, maybe knock them off as they continue their historic run. But as you saw that score come in, what did you think? And, and maybe looking ahead, folks obviously at Green Bay Notre Dame don't need to be jumping off the ship by any means. Uh, a great game between two great teams. There's a lot of good football ahead of the Tritons. There is, and uh, it looked like, and we'll try to get a full recap from Gary Westerman, the Bayport head coach, when he calls in a little bit later, looked like Bayport rallied in that one with a a 22-yard touchdown pass in the last minute or two to go ahead and and get that win. Um, But a great football game. I mean, Notre Dame uh, is still right there with Catholic Memorial in Division Three, as I think a pretty clear top two teams in D3. Um, it would be a rather surprise if those two teams are not meeting up in Madison once again, unless they happen to get placed on the same side of the bracket somehow. Right. Um, but I, I think those two are pretty clearly the top teams in Division Three. Uh, still, you know, much on the line for Notre Dame. Bayport still got a couple tough games left where we could see potentially a share of that conference title. Bayport still has to play Green Bay Southwest, who can put up points, as we know. Um, so, you know, still still a little bit, little bit to be decided in that FRCC, but a nice win for Bayport. And again, we'll talk to Gary Westerman about that a little bit later on Football Friday Night. Now, as I mentioned, that was your game of the week uh, on the website, but you kind of hinted throughout your, your preview for this week that there were a couple other matchups that certainly could have been games of the week and taken that spot. One of them in the Capital North Conference, undefeated Lodi, ranked number three in Division Four. At undefeated Columbus, uh, ranked second in Division Four, and again the home team prevails. The Columbus Cardinals, twenty-one seventeen. This time, just a four-point differential. Thoughts on that result? Well, that was a game I was at tonight, and an outstanding game. Early on, there was not much action. There was six punts in a row in the first quarter. Not uh, not many first downs. Two or three first downs. Lodi got on the board. Um, actually, a, a female kicker, a junior, Savannah Curtis, boot a 40-yard field goal to get nice. them on the on the board. Lodi got another touchdown, uh, and all of a sudden it was 10 nothing. and uh, Columbus came back and, and got a kickoff return for a touchdown. I have no idea how they did it. It was kind of a squib kick. It looked like it was coming right at me on the sideline at the 25. Stayed in bounds. At, Columbus kick grabbed it almost out of bounds at the 13, and somehow snuck all the way down the sideline for a touchdown. Lodi came back and got another score quickly, though, to end the half. So it was 17-7 to at halftime in favor of Lodi when I left. Uh, two teams that play outstanding defense, and, and we thought it would be relatively low scoring, and it was. But Columbus came back and, and got a couple late touchdowns in that one to get the win. And uh, certainly looks like those two teams, once again, are one of the top teams in, uh, in Division Four. And I would not be surprised to see either team make a deep playoff run unless they have to run into each other once again. Yeah, there was one other matchup uh, between undefeated teams. We'll talk about that one. It came from a pair of Division Seven. Uh, high schools out of the Clovertwood Conference. So we'll, we'll get that result. We'll talk about what it means for those two schools, talking about Loyal and Abbotsford. When we come back, we'll also look at some other games that will certainly impact who might come out with a conference championship. And as always here, as we will start to wind down the regular season, Travis, we'll get more and more into the playoff conversation. Who's in? Who needs wins to get in? All that and more. Stick around. Mike Pilch has yet another scoreboard update coming up for you in just a matter of minutes as we continue on here on a Football Friday Night powered by Wisports.net.
You're listening to Football Friday Night, powered by Wissports.net. I am Mike Pilch, a Week 7 scoreboard. We'll keep it short. We'll focus in on the Milwaukee and Madison areas right now in the Milwaukee area. A couple of these have just gone final. Catholic Memorial wins at Waukesha West tonight, 24-14. Arrowhead beats Kettle Moraine, 38-6. Cedarburg has beaten Germantown, 35-28. Franklin over Kenosha Indian Trail, 30-6. It was Racine Horlick beating Oak Creek 35-28. Greenfield over Shorewood Mesmer 48-6. New Berlin Eisenhower beats Greendale 17-7. Wauwatosa West beats Pewaukee 39-10. Brookfield Academy over University School 20-13. And Brookfield Central wins against Sussex Hamilton 28-20 in the Madison area tonight. One of the biggest games in the state, Columbus beats Lodi 21-17. Reedsburg shuts out Baraboo 21-0. How about this one? Monona Grove beats Fort Atkinson 57-56. Basketball is around the corner. Madison LaFollette on a Hail Mary with about 11 seconds left. Beats Middleton 13-12. Sun Prairie over Madison West tonight 36-0. It was Cambria Friesland over Lords Academy, 34-13. And Lancaster over Prairie Duchene, 42-7. Darlington beats Southwestern, 84-6. We'll have a full statewide rundown of the scores during the 10 o'clock hour. For now, back to Adam and Travis. All right, thank you, Mike. Again, Mike Pilch with our scoreboard update. And, uh, Travis, before we wrap up this first half hour of the show, I teased before the break that we had one other matchup of undefeated teams to talk about, and that was up in the north-central part of the state, a pair of Division Seven uh, squads, both undefeated at 6-0 and out of the Cloverwood Conference. Abbotsford, number three, playing at home against number fourth-ranked Loyal. All Abbotsford in this one as the Falcons come out uh, with a pretty resounding victory, forty-three to sixteen. And uh, Abbotsford, a team that they've they've been building a very good program the last couple of years, and uh, maybe starting to put a stamp down in terms of being a team to really keep an eye on come November. Yeah, and this is uh, another nice win, of course, for Abbotsford. Um, this is uh, coming off a. Uh, conference title last year, excuse me. Um, You know, a nice step forward for that program in the Cloverwood Conference. I mean, that's one of the best small school leagues in the state. We've seen a representative from the Cloverwood Conference in the Division 7 title game a number of times over the last few years, including McDonald Central, Greenwood Granton, uh, Thorpe has been in there, uh, Gilman going back a couple years, Owen Withy won a state title, yeah. So, you know, uh, if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause, and Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just 2 months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmid.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. 
many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. An excellent football conference for, and for them to win it last year and have a very good chance of winning another outright unbeaten title this year, really taking a nice step forward for that program. That again, one of those conferences, we don't see it too often in the smaller schools, um, but again, they only play in conference games. So all seven of their wins so far have all come in the Cloverwood. And that, that's again, it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, talk to any coach in the state that plays in a league such as the Cloverwood, such as maybe the, the Valley Football Association, uh, the Big Eight Conference, where it's all in league play, and they all talk about how much more difficult that is. Yeah, no no lead up, no uh, you know, chance to make any tweaks early. You could face the best team in the entire conference right away to for, to, to start the first game. We've seen that that in the Big Eight where you know uh, Middleton and or Sun Prairie and Verona have played in Week One a couple times. I remember, and you know it's tough when you have to get right into it like that. No easing in. Again, the big storyline tonight coming from the Fox of Valley region and the Kimberly Papermakers. We will recap that as well as talk to head coach Steve Jones about the history that was made. Uh, by the papermakers tonight. Uh, we'll also get to other big games from around the state. A lot of them impacting conference races. We'll have the results and what they mean for you coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. Also, Mike Pilch, yet another scoreboard update. Oh, in just about, uh, what, 15 minutes or so, so you'll want to stick around for that. But we will hear from several victorious head coaches as well. It's a big, big show tonight, Travis, as uh, we look back at Week 7, which is beginning to wind down here throughout the state of Wisconsin. It's Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. This is Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. Throwback left side, interception, and that is Cole Barrington, and he is gone. Touchdown, FVL. Rolling to his right, Miller pass towards the end zone. It's caught, did he get in? Yes, he did! Touchdown, Eisenhower, Sullivan, call you! Now, here are your hosts, Adam Eichstead and Travis Wilson. And once again, welcome back in Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net, alongside Travis Wilson of Wisports.net, football editor and general manager, and all-around just outstanding guy. I'm Adam Eichstead, kind of the opposite of that outstanding guy thing. Uh, but we'll Come on now. <laughs> we'll take you up until 11 o'clock, so the next 60 minutes, uh, you're along for the ride with us as we look back now at Week 7 of the high school football season. Just two more to go before the postseason hits. And, of course, a lot of games uh, not only having impacts on a conference championship races, but certainly who will get into the postseason and where they might end up come the uh, the seedings and who they might play. So we'll, we'll begin to break some of that down over the next uh, not only 60 minutes tonight, Travis, but the next two weeks looking out. Real quick, uh, if you are just joining us, if you missed the first half hour, the big story tonight, Kimberly has set a new state record. Their 49th consecutive victory comes tonight at Appleton West. They beat the Terror 
Warriors 45-14. to They're now one win better than the Manitowoc Lincoln teams of the mid to late 80s and the Wanakee Warriors of the uh, 2009-2012 era. Um, now one win better than both of those at 49 straight. So congratulations to the papermakers. We will hope to hear from their head coach, Steve Jones, coming up later in the program. Uh, Travis, some very intriguing results, scores starting to come in, some ways that some games went down. Uh, first and foremost, i got to give a shout-out to Fond du Lac tonight, winning on a Hail Mary as time expires. Uh, I believe Jack Cole hitting Sam Fredrickson for a 28-yard touchdown and a big win over Hortonville tonight, a game that, along with a loss by Wisconsin Rapids tonight, keeps the Valley Football Association South Division race very intriguing. It does, and we'll see if we can get a call, some audio of the call of that one from our partners at KFIZ. I believe they had that game tonight. Um, But before we get into uh, any of that, the man of the hour is joining us now. 49 straight wins for the Kimberly Papermakers. Head coach Steve Jones joining us as Adam Eichstead gives him a round of applause. standing ovation, Coach. Very deserved. Coach, we appreciate (laughs) you taking some time to join us tonight. Thanks for having me. 49 in a row. What what can you say, Coach? What's it feel like now that this is finally here? Uh, I'd lie if I said it wasn't a relief. It, it, it is. You know, it's uh, really excited for our kids and proud of uh, how they performed tonight and how they, you know, performed over the last, you know, four years. Um, you know, they've just been so consistent. And, and tonight was just another example of that consistency on how they prepared all week and how they came out and performed tonight. Now that you've got the record, Coach, you can be honest with us. Was this a goal you set out for this season, or was it always just about a conference title and a state championship? You know, it's stuff that we talked about in the beginning of the year. You know, I don't think it's fair to hide it from our kids. Um, so we put it out, you know, and talked about, you know, the difference between pressure and stress. And I know, Travis, you always give me a hard time about that pressure is a privileged quote. But we, we use it in our program, and, and we believe in it. And, um, you know, so we, we talk about it, but it wasn't, uh, you know, our number one goal by any means. And I know it's uh, coaching talk, but, you know, we just talk about getting better every single week and, and uh, changing our best. That was kind of our theme this year. And our kids have done a great job, I think, of uh, managing that pressure and, um, and, you know, not allowing that pressure to take away from the pleasure of this game. Coach, and for the record, I love the pressure is a privilege quote. That's that's one of my favorite lines that any coaches have ever given us, and it's not just a cliche. It's I, I really love that embracing, um, you know, the, the adversity, embracing the opportunity that you guys have each and every week as you get the, the the best shot from every team that's going to be on your schedule. So forty nine in a row, uh, a win over Appleton West tonight, a dominating win. You know, what does it say about your program? What does it say about your kids, the coaching staff, over these last three, four years here? Yeah, we have great people. Uh, we just we really do have great people. And, um, you know, to, to be able to do this, you know, you need uh, surrounded by unbelievable people as far as just our administration, our youth football program, our coaching staff. It just works tirelessly, uh, you know, and then we just have great kids. You don't do this without great kids. And, uh not only great kids on the field, but but great kids off the field, high character young men that are leaders in our community. So, just uh, couldn't be more proud of of our of our community and, and our school and, and obviously our football team. Chatting right now with Steve Jones, head coach of the Kimberly Papermakers, making history tonight with their 49th consecutive victory. Coach, it was a 45 to 14 win over Appleton West. We've asked you all these big general questions about what it all means and looking back. And I want to know what happened tonight. Tell us about this game, this victory over the Terrors. You know, Appleton West is a talented team. They have a lot of skill, and 
they came out and it was a seven-seven ball game uh, in the first quarter, and, and unfortunately we threw an interception. And I think a big pivotal point in the game was our defense was able to stop uh, Appleton West and um, and get the ball back, and then we were able to, I believe, get twenty-eight points in the second quarter and uh, really put you know put the foot on the gas pedal going into halftime. I think a lot of high school football is momentum, and if you can get a score right before halftime, and you know it was thirty-five. I believe at half uh, with a lot of momentum and, and our kids really finished the deal as well in, in the second half and, and we were able to put a long drive together to open up the second half and, and score again and then get the, the running clock going uh, midway through the third quarter. Now you're a coach so I know you'll have an answer to this question. Uh, many folks would think there's not much for you to improve upon when you've won 49 straight games but as you have two more regular season games to get through before the postseason hits and of course eyeing what might be a four straight state championship uh, what what might be the biggest thing your team still has left to improve upon before you get to that uh, playoff run? Yeah there's a lot um, and uh, you know Two weeks, uh, great opportunities for us to, to continue to get better. Um, you know, our defense, I think, is really playing well right now. But uh, you know, you talk to our defensive coaches; they're going to they're going to get up in the morning and watch film, and there'll be a lot of things that, that we have to improve on the defensive side of the ball offensively. You know, our offensive line is pretty inexperienced. We're anchored by Logan Bruss, who's a heck of a player. But other than that, the other four plus the tight end are uh, all newcomers this year. So they're slowly getting better each each week, and I think that's still got to be an area where we have to improve. And then we got to do a better job taking care of the football. You know, we've thrown an interception the last three weeks, which has been disappointing, and, uh, you know, we, we can't turn the ball over like that. Well, Coach, uh, again, congratulations on the win and the record here tonight. Uh, certainly well-deserved by not only you, but the rest of your staff and the uh, the kids that have played before and those playing right now. Get out and enjoy it, and we'll look forward to seeing what happens the rest of the way. Thanks. Appreciate the support, and uh, what you guys do for high school football is awesome. I know I say that a lot, but I mean it. And I'm speaking for a lot of coaches uh, and players. Uh, thanks for celebrating uh, high school football. That again, Steve Jones, the victorious head coach of the Kimberly Papermakers. And uh, Travis, just any final thoughts on on what they have done here with this record? It's amazing. And, you know, he talks about it's it's the entire program. It's the uh, from the strength coach uh, uh, there to the assistant coaches, to the players, to the players that have been there before, the people that built the program. You know, it's it's just an amazing accomplishment for a whole lot of people, not just Steve Jones, not just those kids on that team right now. Well, Travis, we mentioned earlier in the program that wondering who might be the threat to Kimberly in Division One, and they also might be a team that won your game of the week here tonight. Bayport playing host to Green Bay Notre Dame, and the Pirates won twenty to seventeen. They now have the outright lead in the Fox River Classic Conference. And to tell us more about it, we welcome in the head coach for Bayport, Gary Westerman. And coach, congratulations on the win. This sounded like it was a remarkable game tonight. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Yeah, it was a heck of a high school football game. Tell us a little bit about uh, how it went down and, and what maybe led to uh, the Pirates coming out with a win. Uh, it was a goofy first half. We only had 14 offensive plays early on. Uh, uh, we had one turnover coming into the game, and we had four tonight. Uh, so, so certainly to overcome that adversity, I think, was huge. Um, and uh, we had one turnover late, led to Notre Dame's last score. Um, and then uh, we had to drive the field and uh, scored with about a minute left uh, to, to go ahead 2017. Coach, I know talking to you earlier this week, you, you felt like Notre Dame was really loaded this year and still are a strong threat in Division Three, of course. But uh, what was what was maybe the key for you guys to, to get over the top tonight, as you mentioned, especially overcoming some turnovers on your end? Uh, well, the quarterback only got loose once. He's really fast. 
and uh, a lot of scramble situations. I thought our defense played really well. Matt Lohr back in the middle, uh, Division One recruit to Northern Illinois. Uh, he, he chased him down, I don't know, seemed like 10 times, probably only three or four, but Dick just did a really good job trying to neutralize him. And then uh, and then the back, Einfeld had, uh, had a big run early, um, but then they had to kind of go away from the run. Uh, defense just did a great, great job shutting that down. Uh, and, and giving ourselves the opportunity to score. So um, hats off to Notre Dame. It was a great football game. And uh, John Nowak in his last season, uh, a lot of respect for him and, and what he's done uh, for high school football. And uh, he's been at Notre Dame a long time. So, Well, Coach, again, congratulations on the win tonight. Uh, now 7-0 and on the season. I'm sure it feels good, but certainly nothing done yet. Uh, a couple more games ahead of you to wrap up that conference championship. Thanks for the time. Best of luck to you. Yep, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Again, Gary Westerman, head coach of the Bayport Pirates, winner of Travis's Game of the Week at Wisports.net. They upend the Tritons of Green Bay Notre Dame by a field goal, 20-17. to Again, we'll talk more about that game and many, many others. There were some great matchups throughout the state. We've got more winning head coaches set to join us coming up after the break, as well as another statewide scoreboard update for Mike Pilch. So don't go anywhere. It's coming your way in a couple of minutes as we continue on in Week 7 edition of Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. Whether you learn to drive a tractor sitting on your grandfather's lap or you're still a bit greener than your thumb, you know that on the farm, every decision has long-term effects. Say after a great season, you decide to lease 10 more acres, but a mid-July drought makes your well run dry. Or when dad's old tractor seemed to be on its last leg, but a simple tune-up gave her two more seasons. Or the time you could afford to bring on 50 more head of cattle until the price of feed went up and beef went down. Life on the farm is unpredictable, but with nearly 90 years of experience helping farmers, we know it's never unprotectable. American Family Insurance knows protecting your livelihood goes beyond insuring the land itself. For just the right insurance for you, find an agent at mfam.com. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company and its affiliates. 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. You're listening to Football Friday Night, powered by Wissports.net. Good evening, I am Mike Pilch. Time for a rundown, a full rundown of the Week 7 scoreboard tonight. We begin in the Milwaukee area. Catholic Memorial beats Waukesha West 24-14. Arrow had a winner against Kettle Moraine tonight, 38-6. Elsewhere, it was Cedarburg beating Germantown, 35-28. Kenosha Indian Trail loses at home to Franklin, 30-6. Racine Horlick over Oak Creek, 35-28. Greenfield over Shorewood Mesmer, 48-6. New Berlin-Eisenhower bests Greendale, 17-7. Wauwatosa West beats Pewaukee, 39-10. Brookfield Academy over University School, 20-13. It was Brookfield Central beating Sussex-Hamilton, 28-20. And it was Milwaukee Lutheran beats Whitefish Bay tonight, 35-31. Out of the Madison area, big game in Columbus. They beat Lodi, 21-17. Reedsburg shuts out Baraboo, 21-0. In overtime, Anota Grove beats Fort Atkinson, 57-56. Madison LaFollette played host to Middleton, where Middleton led... 
by the score of 12-7 with about 11 seconds left. Two receivers either way for Patton. 16 seconds to play in the game. Back to pass, looking left. Now he steps up in the pocket, throwing for the end zone in the double coverage, and it's caught in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, LaFollette. Madison LaFollette scores with 11 seconds to play in the game, and they take the lead 13-12 over Middleton. And they would win that game 13-12. Jimmy Kuska, the call, the Big Ten 70 out of Madison. Elsewhere, it's on Prairie, shuts out Madison West 36-0. Gambria Friesland over Lords Academy 34-13. Lancaster beat Prairie Duchesne 42-7. And Darlington over Southwestern 84 to six out of the Fox Valley tonight. It was Bayport a winner against Notre Dame, twenty to seventeen. Kimberly sets a state record with their forty ninth consecutive win. They beat Appleton West tonight, forty five fourteen. Fond du Lac tonight took on Hortonville in one of the best finishes of the evening. A last second field goal wanted for Fond du Lac in that one, twenty to fourteen. Cedar Grove, Belgium over Random Lake, thirty four thirteen. Manasha beat Little Shoot 14-7. Freedom over Wrightstown 34-23. And Southern Door shut out Kiwani 42 to nothing. Out of the Eau Claire area. Hudson over Eau Claire Memorial tonight, 21-18. Menominee beat Rice Lake 24-17. Chitek Warehouser tossed the shutout at Bloomer 27-0. It was Durand over Glenwood City 41-22. St. Croix Central beat Amory 35 nothing. Edgar edged Altoona 8-6. Spring Valley doubled up Unity 40-20. West Salem a shutout winner against Lacrosse Logan 19-0. And in the north central section of the state, the 100th meeting of Stevens Point and Marshfield goes to Stevens Point 42-0. Nina beats Wisconsin Rapids 26-24. Abbotsford over Loyal 43-16. And Stratford beats Auburndale. 28 to nothing. I am Mike Pilch. Back to Adam and Travis. All right. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm Adam Langston along with Travis Wilson of Wisports.net. Fun filled evening of high school football here in week seven, especially Travis, uh, here where we are in the Madison area. You just heard the dramatic call on that scoreboard update. Jimmy Cusco from the Big Ten 70 in Madison as uh, Madison followed. Storms back from being down 12 nothing to beat Middleton 13-12. to That was a dramatic win. I want to get your thoughts real quick on this score. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What a grove over Fort Atkinson, 57-56 to in overtime. What a game there, a game that kept Monona Grove's hopes alive for the possibility, however slim, of a 7th or 8th consecutive Badger South title. 
Um, but in that one, it did go to overtime. Alec Ogden of Mo- uh, Monona Grove had seven touchdown passes in overtime. Fort Atkinson scored first but missed the extra point. Monona Grove scored in overtime. And then Colin Larsh, the uh, preferred walk-on uh, for the University of Wisconsin, booted the extra point through for the win. Uh, and uh, Ogden actually scored a quarterback sneak on that one, a one-yard touchdown on fourth and goal to to score that touchdown. So an exciting finish in that one, but an exciting finish in the next one that we're going to talk about as well. Well, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, Madison will follow it. You heard the call in the update, uh, coming back in dramatic fashion to beat Middleton by a point, 13 to 12. And to tell us more about it, we welcome in the head coach of the LaFollette Lancers, Scott Swanson. And coach, congratulations on that win. The heart's still pounding, I got to imagine. Uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Tell us a little bit about uh, the final sequence. Uh, you're down 12 nothing. You come back, you get the possession of the ball. You're within a, pos- a possession to uh, to win or at least tie this game in some fashion. So take us through kind of the game plan and how it all transpired. Yeah, I think we got the ball about the 30. Uh, we had one timeout, and uh, they were obviously playing, uh, you know, some prevent defense, and, and uh, we did a good job making just some good decisions and, you know, taking 10, 15 yards at a time. Uh, you know, we, we had a big uh, scramble by Julian Castor, quarterback, that got us down to about the 20 or so. He was just kind of, you know, made a big play at the end there to, to win it. Coach, I know that uh, you've had some very close games this year, three losses in a row, but all very close, and you felt like in those ones that a couple plays could have really made the difference and you could be sitting at 6-0. and After those close games, how much of a relief is it to get this one, get a win in a tight ball game? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, it's definitely nice to, to get one of those heartbreakers uh, to have going your way. Uh, our, our guys have been very resilient, uh, you know, kept on working, kept on fighting, and uh, I'm just proud of our guys Chatting with Scott Swanson, head coach of Madison LaFollette. They got a dramatic victory over Middleton tonight. Uh, coach, one of your top players, Ilya Soba, a very impressive and versatile young man. Tell us a little bit about what he does and means to your football team, and I believe it's not just an offense, because uh, I think I saw he had the, the game ceiling interception as well here at the final uh, couple of seconds. Yeah, Ilya's is a great running back, um, and you know, not many other number one running backs also play every every play of defense uh, in the game as well. So um, he's out there every every play of the game for us. Um, and you know, we didn't get him going tonight as much as, as, much as we would like to. But uh, he obviously made, made a great play that for us. And uh, you know, we, we use him as much as we can. Coach, your path to the playoffs is a little bit easier now. Essentially, if you win one of your last two games, you're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. You have Madison East next week, a rivalry game, uh, and then the f- close things out against Sun Prairie. What's it going to take over these last couple games to get at least that one victory, get into the playoffs, and uh, get uh, get your chance uh, in the end there? Yeah, we just got to you know we got to keep getting better, keep improving every day. Um, obviously, you know our guys get so excited for you know to play Madison. Um, with, with it being so close, it's just kind of a big rivalry. Um, you know, so that's starting the bottom and that's what we're going to be focused on and doing our best to get next week. Well, Coach, again, congratulations on the win. As dramatic as it was, um, I'm sure, correct me if I'm wrong, homecoming tonight? Yes, it was homecoming, so that, that, that made it a little extra sweeter. I'm sure it did, adding to the celebration. So congratulations on all of that. Enjoy it, and uh, best of luck as you uh, make your way through the rest of the season. 
right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. And again, Scott Swanson, head coach for the LaFala Lancers. And Travis, uh, that win over Middleton. Uh, Verona still the class of the Big 8 Conference at uh, 7-0 and now after their victory tonight. But still some very solid teams right behind them. Yeah, and there's some big games left in the Big 8 Conference, including Verona and Sun Prairie next week. Sun Prairie at LaFollette in Week 9. So there's still a lot of intrigue in that conference. And I, I noticed that you had to drop in your favorite Name there, Elias Soba. <laughs> That's a fun had, name. To had to say. get that one in there after uh, calling a number of their games over the last couple of years. Uh, and he's a remarkable talent as well. Mm-hmm. Certainly uh, somebody that I believe could play uh, at the next level in terms of uh, maybe some D3 college football. And I, I think he's higher than D3, to be quite honest with you. If he doesn't end up at Division two at least, uh, somebody's missing out somewhere. Speaking of kids <laughs> at a high level and playing at a high level, probably none playing at a higher level in the state of Wisconsin right now, in my opinion, than Hunter Johnson at Darlington. And Darlington dominated tonight 84-6 to over Southwestern. And talking with us now, the head coach at Darlington, Scott Zawicki. Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, is it hard to coach in a game that ends 84-6? to well, you have extreme mixed emotions. You know, we debated what to be doing in the middle of the game. Do we just take a knee? Do we? I mean, even our backups were superior to Southwestern, so uh, we just scored every way imaginable on just huge plays. I think we had 19 rushes for one first down. <laughs> If you can believe that statistic, we had one first down today and had 84 points. So um, everything just seemed <laughs> to explode in Southwestern's face as far as, you know, what went right for us was great and what went bad went bad in a hurry for them. And uh, we scored on several interception returns, two kickoff returns, or I should say two special team returns, one kickoff, the opening kickoff, then a punt return late in the game so uh, a lot of huge huge plays for us uh, everywhere uh, special teams defense and and of course our explosive offense so uh, it it was not uh, it went bad real early tonight coach I'm still trying to wrap my head around 84 points in one first down that's absolutely amazing and <laughs> I, I did see uh just for for everybody's information and to, to know what you guys do there and do things the right way, I saw that you guys uh, ran just nine offensive plays in the second, third, and fourth quarters combined. Is uh, is It wasn't a situation where you guys were running up the score by any means. And I want to make that clear to all of our listeners that, uh, as you had mentioned, it's, it's a tough situation for both sides as you try to figure out kind of how to manage towards the end of that game there. Um, but we do want to ask you about your outstanding senior there at, uh, at Darlington. Uh, Hunter Johnson, who's put up some ridiculous numbers this year, including tonight. Um, a lot of folks around the state are really interested in watching him. They've seen him in the state title game the last couple years, but with him uh, committed to Wisconsin, a lot of people are very interested. Tell our listeners what they're uh, going to be seeing out of Hunter Johnson at the next level. Well, the thing about Hunter is he, he's blessed with a great combination of size and speed, and he's he's uh a very very good athlete, uh, very heady. He's he's very fluid in his movements and concise. Uh, he knows when to cut. Uh, you know, in and out tonight. He 
made a little dip in and dip out and then went untouched in the end zone and then uh, made a jump cut last week that we've been practicing. And I finally said to him, I said, finally, you showed me that you learned how to do that correctly. And, I mean, he just left two Cuba City defenders running into each other and went 80-some yards against them. So the problem for the high school kids is he's got that combination that they can't match. He's got the speed to outrun probably 90-some percent of the kids in our conference, at least 90-some percent, and then he's 210 pounds. So you're looking at a nightmare for somebody when we get him on the perimeter and we do that a lot with our jet sweeps and some quick pitches for him. And so he's not just, we don't pound him inside all the time. A lot of off tackle or even wider than that. And now you've got a one-on-one matchup with a defensive back that might be 150 pounds. And, and maybe he runs a four seven four eight, But that's still two-tenths of a second slower than Hunter. So, um, you know, he is he is... A, a true package. I'm not sure what he'll do at the next level, but uh, he certainly has a opportunity to make himself known to the state of Wisconsin. Another resounding win for Darlington tonight, this time over Southwestern, 84-6. to That's their head coach, um, Scott Zwicky. Coach, uh, thanks for the time. Uh, I know it was brief tonight, but I can almost guarantee we will talk to you again down the road as we get into the postseason. Well, it's my pleasure to talk to you. That again, uh, Scott Zwicky, head coach for Darlington. Travis, of course, uh, Coach Zwicky knows a thing or two about having a top-notch athlete. There's a there's a Darlington grad who is making some uh, headway in the NFL these days. Alex Erickson, uh, unbelievable story. Wasn't even going to walk on at Wisconsin. Right. He was going to go to Stevens Point to play basketball <laughs> and football and ended up at the last minute changing, heading to uh, Wisconsin. We know his story from there, and I think Hunter Johnson's just another kid in that line of southwestern Wisconsin kids. They're going to walk on for the Badgers and do excellent things. Looking forward to seeing what transpires there. Looking forward as well to seeing uh, what's ahead for Darlington the rest of the way, a team we've seen get to Madison quite often. Uh, They've been stymied, though, so uh, maybe this year is the year. Week 7 edition of Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. We continue on. Don't go away. Another scoreboard update is right around the corner. What can you count on? There's that friend who always calls at the right time. The place on the corner where the coffee's just right. Here's something else you can count on. Electricity. Just flip a switch and your life powers up. At American Transmission Company, we help make sure electricity is there when you need it. That's what we do. Deliver economical, reliable power for your everyday life. American Transmission Company. Helping to keep the lights on, businesses running, and communities strong. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Football Friday Night, powered by WISSports.net. Your Week 7 scoreboard, I am Mike Pilch in the, well, we'll start in the Milwaukee area. Catholic Memorial beats... 
Waukesha West tonight, 24-14. Arrowhead, they roll over Kettle Moraine tonight, 38-6. McQuanago beats Waukesha West, 42-14. Cedarburg over Germantown, 35-28. Franklin, a 30-6 winner over Kenosha Indian Trail. Racine Horlick beats Oak Creek, 35-28. Greenfield over Shorewood, Mesmer, 48-6. New Berlin Eisenhower beats Greendale, 17-7. Wauwatosa West over Pewaukee, 39-10. Brookfield Academy beats University School, 20-13. And Brookfield Central beats Sussex Hamilton, 28-20. Milwaukee Lutheran edges Whitefish Bay, 35-31. Columbus beats Lodi, 21-17. Reedsburg, a 21-0 winner over Baraboo. In overtime, Monona Grove beats Fort Atkinson, 57-56. Madison LaFollette on a touchdown, a Hail Mary with 11 seconds left, beats Middleton 13-12. Sun Prairie shuts out Madison West 36-0. It was Cambria Friesland over Lords Academy 34-13. Lancaster beats Prairie Duchesne 42-7. And Darlington beats Southwestern 84-6. Bayport over Notre Dame 20-17. Kimberly beats Appleton West 45-14. Fond du Lac took on Hortonville tonight. On a second and two. Five seconds left in regulation. Pull. Pressure coming. He'll step up. He's got to throw it to the end zone. He'll throw it up. And it is caught in the end zone. Touchdown Cardinals. (laughs) Touchdown Fond du Lac Cardinals. Sam Fredrickson, I believe, came down with it. Touchdown Cardinals. And they have won on the final play of the game. Spencer Wagon, the call on AM 950, and Fond du Lac does beat Hortonville tonight, 20-14. to Cedar Grove, Belgium over Random Lake, 34-13. to Menasha beats Little Shoot, 14-7. Freedom beats Wrightstown, 34-23. In the Eau Claire area tonight, Hudson over Eau Claire Memorial, 21-18. Menominee, they were taking on... They were taking on Rice Lake and hold on for a 24-17 win. Chatech Warehouser beats Bloomer 27-0. Durand over Glenwood City 41-22. And Edgar beats Altoona 8-6. North Central part of the state, Stevens Point shuts out Marchfield 42-0. Nina over Wisconsin Rapids 26-24. And then Abbotsford over Loyal 43-14. We'll have one more rundown of the statewide Scoreboard before we leave the air right now. Back to Adam and Travis. Once again, thanks, Mike. Uh, that's Mike Pillock with your scoreboard update here in Week 7 statewide. And uh, some remarkable games uh, tonight, some terrific endings, as you heard the one there uh, from the Fond du Lac Hortonville game. Kind of looking at that game, Travis, along with uh, some other results from the Valley Football Association South tonight. And the shocker first is that Wisconsin Rapids lost tonight to uh, Nina. Stevens Point with a victory. Now they are alone atop that conference at 5-1, and one, three teams behind them at 4-2. and two. Including yeah. Fond du Lac with that In- including win. Including Fond du Lac, yes. Fond du Lac, Hortonville, Rapids, all four and two. They've take turns beating, taken turns beating each other. And Rapids beat Stevens Point a couple weeks ago. You thought we were maybe headed towards a tie for that league title. But Rapids goes down again tonight. And they will, I'm sure, look back at tonight. And then also a, a, a game earlier this year where they lost on a Thursday night to Hortonville on a, a last-second play where 
you know, it might have cost them a conference championship. They're they're still in good shape for the playoffs. They should and and ninety nine point nine percent will get in, even if they lose the final two for some reason. But uh, those are you know the, the kinds of games that you, you lose early or middle part of the year, and okay, we lost, and then all of a sudden at the end of the season, man, that that really would have made a difference. And so Stevens Point, looking at the rest of their schedule, they'll wrap up uh, at Oshkosh West next week, and then they'll be at home against Hortonville in Week 9 as they try to grab that South Division Championship. Uh, in the Woodland West Conference tonight, Pewaukee losing to Wauwatosa West, and that puts the Pirates now in a tie with New Berlin Eisenhower atop that conference. And Pewaukee had beaten New Berlin Eisenhower, was it last week, I think, actually. They had, uh, I believe, beaten Greendale already this year. You're thinking, oh, Pewaukee's best team in that conference. Then they come out and get beat by 29 by Wauwatosa West, who was 1-3 in conference and how does that happen I, I don't know you stay in the Milwaukee area here's a maybe even bigger head scratcher Whitefish Bay was undefeated in the North Shore Conference they were right. 4-0 and setting up a showdown I don't know if it's next week or week 9 against Homestead uh, for the conference title you're thinking and they lose to Milwaukee Lutheran 35-31 to so as soon as I start thinking that I know something about high school football things like this happen and I realize I, I don't know what's going on sometimes um, but <laughs> You know that North Shore Conference we've talked about in the past how it's been dominated so much by four teams: Homestead, Whitefish Bay, Cedarburg, and Germantown. No other teams in that league have been in the playoffs for for quite a while. Uh, this year, it's kind of turned on its head. White, uh, Port Washington is three and two in conference. They've already beaten Cedarburg. Milwaukee Lutheran is two and three. They've got a a path to get into the playoffs as well. Um, Germantown's two and three. They have a path to not even make the playoffs. Cedarburg has uh, got some tough games to to still get in. So, you know, some of those teams that had struggled in the North Shore right. have a chance this year in the last year of the North Shore because next year, of course, we have that large scale conference realignment where some of those teams are getting shuffled around. The conference isn't going to exist. Some of those smaller schools are going to compete against more like sized uh, competition and. But we're we're uh, looking at a fun one down the stretch here in that league. And by the way, that Whitefish Bay Homestead matchup is next week, so a week eight showdown at Homestead in Mequon uh, for those two programs is uh, they battle now atop the uh, North Shore Conference. But Whitefish Bay trying to come back from a surprising loss here tonight. Travis, I know you said you're uncertain of some things, but one thing we we know that you know a lot of, and that is uh, what happens in terms of playoffs and who gets in, how they get in, why they get in, and where they might end up. Let's break down a little bit if we could. Uh, we're continuing to try to effort to get some winning coaches, uh, by the way, to join us here. Um, but until we get that, um, just if you could break down a little bit of what might play out here the next two weeks. thought maybe I should have talked to Casey James and had, up, had Jim Mora queued up for our special playoffs <laughs> section of tonight's playoffs? show. Playoffs? I can do it. Oh, come on. You can't ruin it by doing it. <laughs> do we have it? I don't think we do. No. Anyway, so the playoffs in Wisconsin <laughs> high school football are a little bit different than than other sports, obviously. Right. Uh, not every team gets into the playoffs. It's 224 teams out of roughly 407 that play high school football that make it in. Uh, so we determine the playoff field at the end of the regular season, and then those teams that make the playoffs are evenly distributed across seven divisions. If you have a winning conference record, you're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. If you win your conference, you're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. If you're an independent and you get six overall wins, you have a spot in the playoffs. 
if that number of those teams equals less than 224, which it's guaranteed to do, then they start taking teams that finish at 500 in conference play. And again, unless you're an independent, only conference games are factored into your playoff qualification. The last, uh, what is it, three or four years now, every team that finished at 500 in conference made it into the playoffs. And they have taken, uh, they've had to go down and take teams that finish under 500 in the playoffs, uh, in, in conference to get into the playoffs. And the way the criteria works, if you finish under 500, the advantage is given to schools from larger conferences. If you're in a 10-team conference and you finish 4 and 5... Yeah, large you will in get, terms of number of schools, not correct, size of correct. schools. If you finish 4 and 5 in your conference, you will get in under the tiebreaker procedure over a team that finishes 3 and 4 in a conference, for instance. And that's the other screwy thing about it. There's different <laughs> numbers of teams in conferences. So, long story short, it's a... Uh, it can be a confusing process at times, and that's why we try to break it down as simple as possible on WISports.net. Each week, starting in week six, we put out a playoff qualifying report to say, okay, here's the teams that have clinched a playoff spot. Here's the teams that are playoff eligible, meaning they've guaranteed at least a 500 conference record. Here's teams that can clinch a playoff spot with one more win, and here's teams that can become playoff eligible with one more victory. Um, and that com- comes out every week. Next week, I will... Uh, look at all the games that that completed this week, and I will then project winning teams and losing teams for every week eight and every week nine game. And using that and using those projections, I will be able to put together a projected, unofficial uh, playoff qualifying field. And also the division placements, etc. And that's really what people are kind of looking for at this time is, what division am I going to fall in, right? right? If I'm on the bubble between four and five, where am I going to go? So I'll be doing that next week. We'll also do it in week nine. And playoffs will be a huge topic of conversation on next week's show and, of course, in Week 9 as well. That right there, folks, is why not only this show is powered by Wisports.net, but it's why the entire football universe is powered by Wisports.net. you got a lot of work ahead of you, my friend. I do. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a lot of work, but There's it's a lot of fun as well. some rest this weekend. Uh, you got a big couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it, it's a great time of year. Um, I know it can be frustrating if you're one of those bubble teams and it doesn't work out or you're on the fringe of one division and you get bumped up or down and it gives you what might be a tougher matchup that can be frustrating as well compared to other states nearby where it's set prior to the season beginning but it's how it works here in wisconsin and uh it's getting to that exciting time of year we'll talk more about playoff scenarios and top performers statewide it's football friday night powered by wisports.net whether you learn tractor sitting on your grandfather's lap or you're still a bit greener than your thumb you know that on the farm every decision has long-term effects say after a great season you decide to lease 10 more acres but a mid-july drought makes your well run dry or when dad's old tractor seemed to be on its last leg but a simple tune-up gave her two more seasons or the time you could afford to bring on 50 more head of cattle until the price of feed went up and beef went down life on the farm is unpredictable But with nearly 90 years of experience helping farmers, we know it's never unprotectable. American Family Insurance knows protecting your livelihood goes beyond insuring the land itself. For just the right insurance for you, find an agent at mfam.com. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company and its affiliates. 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. What can you count on? 
There's that friend who always calls at the right time. A loyal companion, always ready to go. Here's something else you can count on. Electricity. Just flip a switch and your life powers up. At American Transmission Company, we help make sure electricity is there when you need it. That's what we do. Deliver economical, reliable power for your everyday life. American Transmission Company. Helping to keep the lights on, businesses running, and communities strong. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. You're listening to Football Friday Night, powered by Wissports.net. Good evening. I am Mike Pilch. One final rundown of a statewide scoreboard for Week 7. In the Milwaukee area tonight, it was Catholic Memorial beating Waukesha West 24-14. Arrowhead beats Kettle Moraine 38-6. McQuadigo beats Waukesha North 42-14. Cedarburg over Germantown tonight 35-28. Franklin beats Kenosha Indian Trail 30-6. Racine Horlick over Oak Creek, 35-28. Greenfield best Shorewood Mesmer, 48-6. New Berlin Eisenhower, a winner over Greendale, 17-7. Wabatosa West bests Pewaukee, 39-10. Brookfield Academy over University School, 20-13. Brookfield Central beats Sussex Hamilton, 28-20. And Milwaukee Lutheran, a winner over Whitefish Bay tonight, 35-31 in the Madison area. Columbus gets a big one over Lodi, 21-17. Reedsburg shuts out Baraboo, 21-0. In overtime, Monona Grove beats Fort Atkinson, 57-56. Madison LaFallon on a last-moment Hail Mary beats Middleton, 13-12. Sun Prairie shuts out Madison West, 36-0. Cambria Friesland over Lords Academy, 34-13. Lancaster beats Prairie Duchesne, 42-7. And Arlington beats Southwestern 84-6 in the Fox Valley tonight. Bayport over Notre Dame 20-17. Kimberland gets a state record with their 49th straight win. They beat Appleton West on the road 45-14. Fond du Lac beats Hortonville 20-14. Cedarburg Belgium beats Random Lake 34-13. Menasha over Little Shoot 14-7. Freedom beats Wrightstown 34-23. And Southern Doors shuts out Kiwani 42-0. In the Eau Claire area tonight, Hudson over Eau Claire Memorial, 21-18. Menominee over Rice Lake, 24-17. Chitek Warehouser beats Bloomer, 27-0. Durand over Glenwood City, 41-22. St. Croix Central shuts out Amory, 35-0. Edgar over Altoona, 8-6. Spring Valley doubles up Unity, 40-20. West Salem beats Lacrosse Logan 19 nothing and an eight-man football tonight Luck beats Siren 54 to 26. North Central part of the state tonight Stevens Point over Marshfield 42 to nothing in their 100th meeting. Nina edges Wisconsin Rapids for a big road win 26-24. Abbotsford beats Loyal 43-16 and Stratford at home pitches a shutout on Auburndale. 28 to nothing is the final there. Now, some of the sounds yet again 
from week seven. Two receivers either way for Patton. 16 seconds to play in the game. Back to pass, looking left. Now he steps up in the pocket, throwing for the end zone in the double coverage, and it's caught in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, LaFollette. Madison LaFollette scores with 11 seconds to play in the game, and they take the lead 13-12 over Middleton. Query back to pass, looking left. Pump fake, going to send Schmidt deep. Now they go over the middle. Schmidt's got it. And Carson Talbert chasing to the 20, to the 15, 10, and he's going to go into the end zone. Touchdown, Algoma. 64 yards. Zach Weary to Zach Schmidt. Broken coverage as Algoma has tied it at 28. On a second and two. Five seconds left in regulation. Pull, pressure coming. He'll step up. He's got to throw it to the end zone. He'll throw it up, and it is caught in the end zone. Touchdown, Cardinals. (laughs) Touchdown, Fond du Lac Cardinals. Sam Fredrickson, I believe, came down with it. Touchdown, Cardinals. As Olsen in the pocket, looks over the middle, fires it down the middle of the field, and diving catch in the end zone. Touchdown. Isaiah Westfall, full dive in the end zone, 38-yard touchdown for the Red Raiders. Ends in the slot on the right side, which is good. Labuda's back to throw and has lots of time, throwing it on the near side, and it's caught! Touchdown Mustangs to Sam Donowski! Fire it left-hand side, a little high tip, intercepted! Picked over the 17, painted Nelson to the 10, Nelson to the 5, Nelson into the end zone for a touchdown! There you are, the sounds, a lot of sounds from week 7 of the 2016 season. Jimmy Cusco on the Big Ten 70 in Madison, Chad Michaels with WDOR Sturgeon Bay, Spencer Wagon from 1450 KFIZ, Bob Look from AM 1320 WFHR. Jay Fall from WMEQ AM in Menominee helping us remember week 17 of the 2016 high school football season. Hi, I'm Mike Pilch. Back to Adam and Travis. All right, thank you, Mike. Getting a little ahead of ourselves, though. Week 17? I think it's only week 7. Uh, either way, though, thank you, Mike. Great night uh, on the uh, scoreboard updates this evening. Thanks to all the affiliates as well. Some terrific sound coming in uh, here tonight. Some great calls out there. Love to hear them uh, from all around the state, especially those uh, dramatic finishes that we had throughout the evening as well. That's been one of my favorite things that we've been able to incorporate yes. the last couple of years when we've expanded our show and now in 22 stations around Wisconsin and Michigan, is getting the calls from some of our great partner stations, some of our great affiliates, and we love to get those. We'd love to have even more. Um, so if our affiliates are tuning in, producers there back at the studio, get some more to us. We'd love to run them down. That's uh, that's awesome stuff to showcase some of those great uh, play-by-play guys from around the state. That as well as this next part, another one of my favorites to this program, when we get to run down some of the top individual performances and give some recognition to some great high school athletes and what they've been able to accomplish uh, in a single game. Uh, I'm going to start right here, Travis, in the Madison area. Alec Ogden, you mentioned this earlier from Monona Grove. Six passing touchdowns, 317 yards. He was 17 of 21. Also carried seven times for 71 yards and a score. So seven touchdowns overall as Monona Grove wins in overtime, 57-56 to over Fort Atkinson. Some points, some production in that one. Ogden, an outstanding quarterback there. He stepped up as a sophomore last year and and saw a lot of time, and this year really coming into his own. I'll give you a quarterback here. How about this one? Brayton Dewan. 
on Alaska. We talked about him last week yeah. when he threw for over 400 yards in the first half, settled for, what was it, 524 or something like that in the uh, in the game. He had a big night again, 528 passing yards tonight. In back <laughs> to back four yards better. In, in back-to-back weeks, he's thrown for over 1,000 yards total. That's amazing. And get this, Onalaska also had a 100-yard rusher somehow. Uh, Jalen Zubik <laughs> had 113 yards. The receivers, Tyler Hughes and Jalen Sample, outstanding receivers, two of the best in the state. Hughes had 261 yards. Sample had 179 tonight. Incredible performance by the uh, Hilltoppers and Tommy Shinsky's club there as they had to uh, kind of sneak one out there. They had a, a very close game against Toma, 39-35 on Alaska, got the win. But put up uh, would have been well over 600 yards of offense along the way. Um, I'll stay with another couple kids we've talked about many times on this show and throughout the year. Ben Nienheis, the outstanding quarterback, a returning All-State kid from Oconomowoc, had 351 passing yards and five touchdowns as Oconomowoc finally got an easy win. They've been squeaking by in so many (laughs) games this year. And Zach Clayton, uh, we've talked about him, the receiver from Oconomowoc, committed to Oregon State for baseball, has a preferred walk-on offer that he's still considering for football with the Badgers. 14 catches, 209 yards, two touchdowns. I'll give you one more before you can add a couple here. Jake Simunchek from South Milwaukee had 309 rushing yards and five touchdowns. Well, what's special about him besides that performance? He's a quarterback. Third straight game of over 300 rushing yards really? for Simunchak. He's got over 1,100 yards his last four years. All from games. under center. All from Well, I think he works out of the shotgun wow. down there, as the a lot of kids of speech, do. Travis. <laughs> I'll, I'll, no, I won't let it pass. Uh, but incredible performance by him. We've got a couple others that we'll run through quick as well. Go ahead. Yeah, Michael Endries from Keel, 34 rushes for 265 yards. I'm sure he scored a few touchdowns tonight as well. Didn't get that total. Uh, Brian Corbins, Wisconsin Lutheran, five touchdowns tonight, four rushing, one on an interception return. And Derek Baumgartner from Almond Bancroft, 34 carries, 305 yards rushing, and four touchdowns tonight. Some of the top individual performances here in Week 7. Uh, Travis, some big games on Saturday as well statewide. There's actually a lot of games Saturday statewide, but some some really intriguing matchups, especially some small school ones. Uh, Eau Claire Regis at Spencer Columbus Catholic and St. Mary Springs at Crosstown Rival Winnebago Lutheran Academy. Two great games, and, and that one especially in Fond du Lac. You know, Winnebago Lutheran got beat by Laconia last week. Maybe takes a little luster off that one, but it's still a great game. It might be Winnebago Lutheran's homecoming as well. A couple private schools there in Fond du Lac that a lot of folks like to uh, like to talk about. And you've been handed a note. No? Okay, never mind. Uh, we're running down close to the... I don't know. Somebody walked in hand to Travis a note. Thought we had to get it on the air. Uh, winding down the final minute here of the program, Travis, uh, real quick, wanted to mention um, some teams that we were keeping our eye on that needed some wins to keep their postseason hopes alive. Broadhead, Judah got one. Cedarburg, DeForest, Muskego, Potosi, and Reedsburg, all with wins tonight to keep playoff hopes alive for teams that we've been accustomed to seeing in the postseason and we're in danger of maybe not making it without some W's. Uh, Ashwabanon could be in that group as well with a win tomorrow. They've been in the playoffs 18 straight times. Uh, big thanks to Casey James, our producer, Mike Pilch, our update man. All the affiliates statewide, especially those that were sending in sound tonight, love to hear it. Thanks to all the winning head coaches who joined us tonight. Scott Zwicky from Darlington, Steve Jones of Kimberly, Gary Westerman of Bayport, and Scott Swanson from Madison La Follette. Uh, Travis, Week 7 is in the books, except for those games tomorrow. 
You've got big predictions coming up in week eight in terms of what the playoffs could look like. I do. Uh, check out Wisports.net next week. It's been Football Friday Night, powered by Wisports.net. For Travis Wilson, I'm Adam Eichstead.